Yo, what's up everybody? Hey, this episode is long overdue and this is in lieu of Coffee Fest LA coming up next weekend. So I wanted to get this out. Um, in this interview, you're going to hear three different segments from the previous Coffee Fest that was held in Indianapolis. It was awesome. Um, again, this is Brian coming to you. Forgot to mention that at the get-go. But uh, you're going to hear an interview that I did with Jody from Twinkle Berries Coffee and Bake Shop. Uh, my good man, Alan, from Coffee Crossing as well. We had dinner, and uh, it was a pretty cool conversation at one of the most popular steakhouses there in Indianapolis. And then uh, thirdly, you're going to hear from the one and only Mike Coffee Miller of Delano's Coffee Roasters. It's going to be a great interview. I hope you enjoy it. Check it out. And remember... Please share this with somebody, uh, like and review, do all that jazz, go on iTunes, go anywhere you get your podcast and just uh, leave a review. It helps us get this information out there to everybody. So appreciate you. Hope you enjoy another episode of the Coffee Business Pro Podcast. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. What's up? Brian here. I'm coming to you live from Coffee Fest in Indianapolis, and I'm sitting right here next to Judy. And Judy, I want you to introduce yourself and your coffee business and all that jazz. Where are you from? All that. Go for it. All right. I'm Judy Schrock. I own Twinkleberries Coffee in Rio Grande, Ohio. We've been a small business, been there for three years, and it, we're located in a small college town, and that was really the reason we started uh, for the college students is turned into more of a community-based business and reaching out and helping the community through service and also just serving amazing food and also um, friendships developing through that and becoming a safe space yeah. for people to come and sit share and have quality food and drink love it love it well we are sitting here in the Anthem Coffee School booth. Um, this is the first time we've done the trade show, to be honest with you, with the booth okay. and the, you know, we're marketing, consulting, and leadership development, all that stuff. You came to me with some questions on leadership development. That kind of pivoted into uh, talking about guiding principles. And this is a topic that I, I cannot get away from. It has changed my life. It's helped me to gain sanity, clarity, um, boundaries and has ultimately led to balance and the ability to create something sustainable within our coffee business and um, a culture that the team latches onto, wants to be a part of. And uh, the big question is, so how does one create guiding principles? You asked that, I said, let's jump on a podcast and do this thing, we're doing it live right here. Um, Where do we even begin? Guiding principles um, are literally your mission, your vision, your values. And so many businesses don't start out having those on paper and on purpose before they begin. A lot of businesses just begin out of a dream or like some kind of inspiration, right? So, um, and, and then once the business is going, the business is flinging you around like a rag doll. And I mean, you know, hopefully it's successful. And, and with the success comes a lot of uh, nicks and bruises too, though, right? So the, the reason guiding principles are so important is they act as a filter for you to put any decision you would make right through the filter of your guiding principles, which you've predetermined ahead of time. When you have a sober mind, when you're not weary and tired and exhausted, and uh, it, it helps you to spit out, you know, it spits out an answer for you essentially, because you've already premeditated all these things ahead of time. So, where do you even begin? Well, when you when it comes to a mission statement, which, you know, if you've been in business any length of time, or if you're considering getting into business, a mission statement just needs to answer two things very simply: what it is you do every day, 
and how you do it. What and how. It should even address the why. You know, uh, as I share with you what, what our why is, and I think you were in the leadership class that yes, I taught, right? Yes. So I shared our why or our mission is two words, heroic hospitality, which makes it really easy for our team to latch on to what that looks like and display it in their own unique um, charismatic way, right? Yes, absolutely. That's our mission. Now, our mission statement, it, it answers not just the why, but it answers the what and the how. So the what is we create unique experiences that change lives and bring people back. That's the what of our mission statement, right? How do we do that? We do it by loving and serving people, by preparing top-notch handcrafted food and beverages, and by creating an environment where real relationships are fostered. Now, there is a lot of information in those two sentences, but it's very clear as to what our mission statement is of what drives us as a coffee house day in and day out. When you examine, let's, let's stay there for a minute, the what, what we do. Create unique experiences that change lives, bring people back. It's important that people come back to your business, right? In order to have a successful, sustainable business. Well, we must uh, have a unique experience that's created somewhere within that so that they're like, hey, this is a cool coffee house or this is a cool place. I gotta tell my friends about it, right? So, and it doesn't happen by accident. It happens by design. So that's why it says, you know, for our what, we create, create. We actually happen to our business. We actually design it. We design this experience that's unique for people that makes them want to come back again and again to experience, which is our why, right? The heroic hospitality stuff. So the how, again, informs what we do. And I'll share with you this, you know, how do we do it? So loving and serving people. People ask us all the time, what's your secret sauce? How have you guys been so successful with the coffee business? And I said, it's simple. We just love and serve people. We actually care about them, right? As they come through, we greet them, we acknowledge them, we, we usher them through, not, not as cattle trying to have a transactional interaction with them at the register, but we want to have a relational interaction with them where we know their name and we share our life with them and we invite them into this experience holistically, right? Um, it starts there. You know, we do it by preparing top-notch handcrafted food and beverages. Now that constantly forces us to improve our skills in, in coffee, beverage preparation, and in the teas, and the, we actually serve beer and wine in our cafe as well, and so we have such a wide offering of, of, of beverages, but we wanna make sure that they're top-notch. You know, so we're partnering with craft breweries or wineries that are local, or um, you know, innovative tea companies or kombuchas or whatever, right? Making sure it's top-notch. Additionally, our food. We want to have fun, creative food offerings that draw people in day in and day out, right? So that mission statement forces us to become better. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. And on the back half of that, it's additionally, we create a, an environment where real relationships are fostered. That means we're paying attention to the way the cafe feels, the way the cafe sounds, and engulfing all of the senses and making sure that it's a, an experience that isn't distracting from the reason people want to meet up together at a coffee shop, which is to have real relationships, right? To have meaningful interactions and conversations. If the music's too loud or the wrong music's playing, it's distracting. If the table's wobbly, let's fix it. If it's sticky, we need to wipe some stuff down, whatever, sweep our lobby interest. Everything that we do or don't do within our cafes and even on the outside of our cafes says something about who we are. Not only as people, because you are the brand, so go you, so goes your business, but you are the brand, we are the brand. And 
again, let's not let this thing happen by accident. Let's let it happen by design. Additionally, we have some vision items, and I won't rattle those off to you right now. I'd encourage you to go to our website, though, myanthemcoffee.com. You can, you can beg, borrow, and steal. Take them, revamp them, make them your own. Um, and, it, and, and then after the vision comes the values. But I got to tell you, you know, the Bible even says this. Where there's no vision, people cast off restraint, right? That means they untether themselves from you. That means if you don't have vision for your company, people are running around going, why am I here? What is the point? What's the purpose? And I think it's so important that we keep getting fresh vision and delivering that to our people to inspire them toward the why we do what we do every day. And, and you really win when you can find people that are passionate um, or you understand what their passions are and what their talents are. And when you can align them with what you're passionate about in your business, that's when you really see sparks fly. It's incredible. Additionally, too, the values that you illustrate or that you will write down, they need to be reflective of what you value. Remember, you are the brand. And so as you design what those values are, what, what do you value? Do you, do you value passion? Do you value hustle? Do you value, you know, figure out what those things are. Look back on the last several years of success that you've had and, and try to define what those behaviors were that you were doing that have led to success and do more of that. Does that make sense? And so as you do that, then just continue to live there with that. That's, that's the guiding principles, mission, vision, values, all the way down and through. It doesn't have to be cumbersome. You don't have to have 31 values in place. Just have something. It could be as simple as you want it to be or as complex, but, but it needs to be on paper and on purpose is the most important thing. And then you need to keep it in your hands. You need to know it. It needs to direct your life. And then it needs to also hold everybody else tethered to that. Does that make sense? It makes absolutely Did that help sense. at all? It did. It definitely helped clarify what I want to do um, and where I want to go, why I started the business. Yeah. Going back to day one, why did I open my doors and figure that out again and renew my vision because yes. um, honestly, after three years, I've lost some of that. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. And that's what will and, happen. Yep. And so, yes, I've lost that, that first goal. And if I can go back to that, it has been successful, but how can I continue that success and also train other people to have that success in their business, be it a franchise of mine or their own business? Exactly. Um, I have talked, helped a few other business owners start, and that is their biggest thing is to figure out why they're starting this business because, honestly, the first year is exhausting. Yes, it is. You can't, you know, and so you have to keep that goal in mind, not only for the first year, but I'm finding it in the third and the fourth year. And every day and every minute, and, like, I'm yeah. telling you, you have to bring yourself back to that thing every single time. I think I'm going to tape it to the top of my computer. That would be a great place to start. <laughs> Judy, you're awesome. You're going to do well. Um, I would just say continue uh, to, to be a bright, shining light where you're at. And uh, what you're doing is valuable. It's meaningful. And the people in the community that you serve need what you have to offer. So even though it gets weary and exhausting sometimes, just remember your why and let that drive you towards winning. You're going to do great. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah, this is yeah. fun. Absolutely. Your first podcast. Yes. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Alan, man, we are here at St. Elmo's having the time of our lives. World famous. World famous. Have the shrimp with the horseradish. It's literally like being hit by a freight truck. A freight train. A freight. I can't even say it right. A freight train. A freight train, not a freight truck. Um, sitting here with my friend Alan. 
from, remind me. Coffee Crossing. Coffee Crossing. Alan, how did you start your company? When did you start your company? Tell us a little bit about it. Let's go into it. Todd School, 16 years, coach, head coach in Kentucky and Indiana, a lot of stress, and just decided the administration had gotten haywire, and it was it was time to do something different. And, and how in the world did you go, you know what, I want to open some coffee shops? Uh, it actually struck me when I was in a, in a coffee shop in Louisville that it was time to get out of teaching, and I thought, I could do this. <laughs> did, you, did you have any previous like business ownership experience or... From the ground up, did you learn this thing? Did you tell us about how you started and then where you've scaled to? I was a math major and I taught biology and physics. Knew nothing about business. Just started, you know, as a teacher would do, I just started studying this stuff and did it. How did you come up with the name Coffee Crossing? Tell us where that came from. At that time, this is the early 2000s. Um, at that time, there was. Cobbler's Crossing and Charlestown Crossing and it was just what people were naming stuff <laughs> so that's what we did <laughs> that's awesome man you've scaled to, to five stores right uh, 14 years in business is that right uh, 16. 16 16 years in business um, what's been most surprising about owning your own coffee shop business and all that stuff and then did you ever expect to have five or six of these things going I did, but people didn't expect us to. So you said, what's the most surprising thing? Yeah. Uh, just that people think we're rich and we're not. <laughs> I love that. That's so true. Everybody thinks that because there's a line out the door all day, every day, that we're insanely rich. Totally not the case. Alan, what is... Uh, Thank you so much. Where it's reachable. <laughs> what makes what makes your coffee shop different from all the rest? Why should people go to Coffee Crossing instead of all the other staples that exist in the world? Because it's not just about the coffee. It's about the total experience. It's about the customer service. It's about the atmosphere. And it's especially about the coffee. But it's not just that. It's the total experience. Hitting a strong pause. Good night. Can I ask you a question? Alan, yeah. what's the number one piece of advice you would give to a budding entrepreneur that is thinking about getting into the coffee business? One or two nuggets that you would tell them on how to succeed or on how to succeed, basically. My two mantras, in order to last, you have to be willing to change and you solve problems and you manage tensions. You know, And then the third thing is something that my friend Brian taught me today that I've always kind of lived by, and that is you may have a clear, concise mission, and everything runs through it. When you get ready to make a decision, if it doesn't run through the mission, then you don't do it. So what's the biggest mistake that you've made? And there's got to be more than one. I've never made a mistake. Of course not. <laughs> oh, no, no. The biggest mistake we made. The biggest. But I didn't know that it was a mistake at the time, of course. Well, that's how it was. Was I didn't start with Delano's Coffee. Oh, my God. Got him. Drop the mic. Go, go ahead and uh, go to Delano's.com. That's D I L L A N O S.com for all your coffee needs. Not prompted. Not prompted. But we have been with them for 14 years, and it's a, a secret, a strong secret to our success. Alan, I want to know. Um, 
I really want to know, seriously, like, the coffee business is hard. Business in general is hard. What, ge- what keeps you getting out of bed every day? What, keep- what gets you out of bed faster than anything um, within your coffee shop? And, and what keeps you showing up? Like, it can't just be about the money. It can't just be about notoriety, fame, fortune, whatever. Like, what is it that uh, deep down inside? I mean, (laughs) because there's very little of that, right? (laughs) Yeah. And I know there's a huge misconception when it comes to, you know, just because people see a line out your door or whatever. There, I love it. I I hear it all the time. People are going, "You guys must be raking it in. Where do we invest? Where do we line up? How do we get signed up for this thing?" yeah, yeah. Franchise this, this mother. Um, sorry, we're going to have to edit that. But no. But what keeps you, like, engaged, uh, excited, you know, and looking forward to another day within the coffee biz? I think in the end it's just the customers and that we get to provide an experience that, you know, there's, there's a lot of coffee shops and there's a lot of great coffee shops. I feel like what we provide is a little different. And it's an experience that, that they don't necessarily, they're not necessarily able to get everywhere else and I just love you know being able to provide that for them that's huge man what yeah take a little bit of (laughs) take a sip I want to know what's what's a day in the life look like for you what is your role what's your um, title these days and how how has that adapted or changed over the years Um, let's hear about it no I think it's my favorite thing about my job is that it is um, it's different every day you know, on my Twitter, I, I, I call myself Jack of All Trades, Master of None. And I think that's like the perfect profile for a, a, a coffee shop owner. Yeah. Because, you know, one day you're, you're working on a machine and the next day you're dealing with an angry customer. Um, so for me, it's just, it's just, it's something different every day. You know, I've got 65 great kids that work for me. No and, kidding. And getting 65 employees. Getting to put them, you know, you know, work with them every day and just... Try to try to grow them into into great human beings is is really what I live for. That's awesome. Yeah, that's huge, man. How about how about this, Alan? Can you give us a quick timeline from the first shop opening till where we're at today, and how the whole thing transpired? Tell the story, brother. Wow. Tell the story. Well, we opened two thousand three. Um, in two thousand four, thank you. In 2004, we, we turned our cafe into a cafe and drive through Business went up 46% that year, and we knew we could grow. I opened another store and failed miserably, and that was that was my business degree. I got my business degree in 2005. How much did that cost you? Uh, about a third of a million dollars, which okay. for an old school teacher, that was a lot. Sweet Moses. <laughs> $300,000. Uh, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we didn't really expand again until 2016. We opened two stores. 2017, we did a full remodel of our, our original store. Uh, and then 2019, we just opened our fifth location. Congrats, man. That's huge. Yeah. And then what are your expansion plans moving forward? I know you haven't um, – I mean, you're at, you're at, like I said, five stores so far. Have you thought much about the vision for the future? Um, what do you hope to do, man? Yeah, um, we're always looking for for A plus locations. Uh, one of my one of my favorite people, David Morris, once told me, "Hey, that location is pretty good. It's a block from success." So I'm looking for ones that are actually at the success level. And when we find them, 
we'll just take a look at our finances and see if it's it's a viable option to go there. So good, man. Alan, Alan thank you so much. I got I, I got David Rand coming in. We got a couple more this questions here. This is legit with the people. Yeah. ADD's. Hey, so Alan, how has family? This is great. How has family played a role in your success and in your business? I, I want to know. Yeah, it's been huge. Like you, family is just just a huge piece of what we do. Um, it was just me for the longest time. Well, it was just me in operations. Honestly, my daughters were ten and thirteen when we opened the first store, and. They were washing dishes and sweeping floors until they were old enough to run the machines. Uh, my oldest daughter, who's now my director of finance, uh, was uh, was a barista at age 15. She ran a coffee shop at her college. She graduated from college with a business degree, and now she's my director of finance. Um, she marries a guy who ends up, he was roasting uh, for a, a coffee shop in Florida, and now he's my director of operations. Uh, my youngest daughter goes to culinary school in New York. Uh, Culinary Institute of America, and uh, now she runs my bakery, uh, where we bake all of our goods. So, uh, and her son's even, or her brother, her husband is even helping us uh, with our warehouse now. So it's it's a family deal. Family, it's a family affair. Alan, we have a segment called the Rapid Fire Reflex oh, Round. Nice. You have to answer three <laughs> questions right off the top. And you're a big sports fan. I am. Today is May thirty first, two thousand nineteen. Okay, 2019. On this day in history, what is the Colts record going to be this year? Regular season, 13 and 3. 13 and 3 with Andrew Luck and the Colts. Who is going to win the? Who's going to win the U.S. Open? Brooks Kepka. He wins them all. Brooks. Brooks on fire right now. And number three, the final, who will win the 2020 NCAA College Basketball Tournament? Indiana. Indiana. <laughs> Alan, you're doing work that matters, man. So glad that you have a, a coffee shop and uh, that you're changing lives through that, impacting lives. 60 employees, soon to be 100, soon to be 10 stores. Come on now. Uh, any last parting words that you would uh, share with our audience today? Coffee Business Pro Podcast listeners, listen up. Earlier you asked me what the biggest surprise about running a coffee shop is. It's doing this podcast yeah. in this restaurant tonight. Yeah, exactly. St. <laughs> Elmo. St. Elmo. Elmo. What are they famous for? World famous. The 19th uh, most uh, revenue steakhouse in 2017. Is that right? Uh, which is amazing. Known because the shrimp cocktail. Known for their shrimp cocktail. World-famous shrimp cocktail, horseradish that'll knock you off your socks. Enjoy life. Talk to you soon. I'm kidding. Hey, we're here at the Champs Sports Bar in the Indianapolis airport. Getting ready to board a plane, but we sat down here. We're having a quick little drink. We're eating olives. We're talking coffee. And we're sitting with Mike Coffee Miller. Mikey! What's up, buddy? Mike, What's we've up, been guys? waiting to have you on this podcast for so long. I'm glad that you could finally sit down, stop with your little jet-setting situation. You're in Chicago one night. You're in you're competing New Orleans the next. You're in this. You're in that. You're all over the place. Coffee you're, everywhere. Mike Coffee Miller, your middle name is the real deal. and So we're, we, yeah. we're proud of you. We, we appreciate that. But um, anyway, so... 
All right, we, oh, we got a little re-up. We got pickles and olives, Hello. what we like. Oh, thank you. We'll what else do we need right now? Do you guys need more olives? Yeah, we do. We do. We'll more olives, olives would be amazing. Okay. Olives, uh, yeah. <laughs> that would be thank great. Thank you so much, dude. Hopefully the food comes up. All right. Yeah. Got a little salad to eat. Carry on there. Stay All right, well, hey, Mike. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to, before we... Uh, started asking you some questions about your career in coffee i mm-hmm. i did want to to share how we met the first time yeah so guys i get a e- random email one day from a gentleman by the name of michael miller <laughs> no and kidding says hey Is that your real name that's my real name michael miller oh, very official says hey i uh, live in portland area I'm going to be at Portland Coffee Fest, hoping I can get a chance to meet with you. I'm interested in applying for a sales job. Um, I love it. So, I love how forward you were. Yeah, interested yeah. in just, you know, maybe we can connect. Now, for those of you who know me, um, you know, during the trade show is, you know, I kind of all game time. And so anytime before the trade show, you're getting ready. The last thing that I'm going to want to do is meet with a guy who's interested <laughs> in being a sales guy from Galangs. But for whatever reason, I said, absolutely, Mike. Let's connect. So next thing I know, so I meet Mike at the location. He's on time. He's all dressed up. He's looking dapper. And within about three seconds of our conversation, I fell in love with the guy's heart, okay. wow. his genuine spirit, it's, spirit, it's easy to the do. kindness that, that he's bringing to the table. And I went to run around. I said, hey, Mike, can you just hold on real quick? And I went and I grabbed Phil, our director of coffee, to join the conversation. I went and grabbed a couple other people to join the conversation because I was so excited about this little gem that, that came up to Delano's wanting to meet with us. So wanted to get everyone's approval and first impressions. So, Mike, yeah. we've never really talked about the moment, but what was yeah. your thoughts then? I got to tell you, I was, it, was in, it was intimidating. I was excited, but it was intimidating for sure. Uh, Phil was one of the people that taught me how to how to cup coffee uh, at like years and years and years ago. And now here I am sitting at a table just talking with these guys, but you know, kind of turned into like an hour and a half conversation if, if you if you recall. And yeah. so I was like, wait, is this an interview or is this a meet and greet? What, what is happening right now? Yeah. But I felt really comfortable after like the first 10 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, it was definitely nerve wracking bringing my family up and like I was like man this I really want this bad right. and I hope it goes well and it did it yeah. did I think I think it went really well it went well so yeah so, so talk to yeah. us about coffee and your career and how you yeah. got started and what you did and you you yeah. lived in yeah. the islands I lived, man I lived in the islands man. I lived in the, yep yep give us the history yeah. to the freaking Caribbean to the there it should be a Netflix special on it brother. should be in a, yeah yeah I love it uh, so my wife worked in coffee Karen Karen uh, worked in coffee when we were in high school she's <laughs> working at a drive through and so I'd go in there and kind of flirt with her and try to get her attention so kind of fell in love with her while she was working at that drive through and we're in in Eugene in Eugene Oregon um, and then and then she continued on in coffee I was working small business stuff and, and the opportunity came up for us to, to think about doing a coffee shop in the the Virgin Islands in st. Thomas in the US Wow what an opportunity it was it was you really kidding? cool yeah so we were knew that they were married were you we dating? weren't married at this point at this point we were still dating when we started thinking and shooting around the idea and then we uh, we decided to go ahead and go for it. So we started going to every coffee fest, reading every coffee book that was available at the time. This was back in 2003. Uh, so there wasn't a whole lot of information out there, but there was definitely some. And so then, yeah, we decided to, you know, buy the ticket, take the ride. We we did everything. We did all the, the classes and 
uh, learned as much as we could and then we moved down there we got married and we moved in with our her mom my mother-in-law all in the same month which was a little crazy She's we, yeah, virgin september Island. 2005 we opened the business we moved to the virgin islands we got married we moved in with the in-laws. It was pretty intense little wow, time. We were like, that. well, if it's gonna work, it's uh, here we go. We're testing <laughs> it. So yeah, so we did that. We did it, it went really, really well. We built up a really cool community there. We did it for about eight years. Um, we wanted to move back out to the Northwest where there was more like co the coffee central, like coffee culture. Uh, so we, we sold it and then we moved back to Oregon. We did a drive-through in Eugene in a small town outside of Eugene. We used Delano's Coffee Roasters. We were able to build it up and sell it within nine months for a profit. Way to go, man. Yeah, yeah it was great. And then- Original coffee flipper. There we go, coffee flipping, coffee flipping. <laughs> then uh, Karen got pregnant, so I went to, to work uh, for a small local grocery store. Uh, and all the while I was hustling on the side, I, I started up an online coffee subscription service. I started roasting no. my own coffee. And all the while kind of kept in my mind, like what, what's going on with Delano's, what's going on in the coffee world. The opportunity kind of came about to meet you up in Portland. And I, I took uh, took that opportunity with both hands and just went for it. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of my story in a nutshell, yeah. Th that officially gives you the name of Mike Coffee <laughs> Miller. Because we know that's not your real middle name. It is not, no. So when we had the shop legal. in the islands uh, back in like 2005, it, Facebook was kind of coming on the scene and we started doing Mike Miller. Well, there's a lot of Mike Millers out there, a lot of them. So on Perfect Island, everybody, yeah, yourself, yeah. everybody called me the coffee guy. Hey, it's the coffee guy. So Mike Coffee Miller was born and uh, he's he's in effect, man. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's here in the flesh right before <laughs> us. I love this. Well, Mike, yeah, what I love yeah. to always explore, man, is uh, kind of what's a day in the life look like oh. in your role oh. with the Lanos these days. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. you are, we weren't joking around. You're jet setting. You're yeah. competing. Uh, yeah. Tell us about some of the competitions you're involved with and then take us all the way sure. through kind of a day in the life um, sure. of what your role is at Delano's. Sure. Each day is a little bit different. You know, I mean, this this year I've been spending a lot of time, uh, you know, supporting Sam throughout the year, going to a lot of the, the different competitions, doing run-throughs with her, her and Phil and her husband, Brian. I have been doing competitions. I Sam convinced me to do Brewers two years ago and then I did Brewers. So you've done that a couple times I've now. done Brewers a couple times. I've never I've, placed less than the top 20. It, never been less than it, the top 20. That's the way you want to say good. it. It's been out pretty good. Out of 25 people. Yeah, it's rock solid. Out of 20. Out of 20 people. Out of 20 people have been in the top 20. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I did Cup Tasters this year. I did, I did really well. It was a lot of fun. Um, it's been it's been a whirlwind on, on the competition front. A lot of fun. Working with a lot of new um, a lot of new coffee shops, like uh, helping them with their barista training. I do a lot of that. I do a lot of a lot of things in that world. And then I also am the culture and community ambassador for the company. So oh, cool. I'm I'm constantly putting together parties at Delano's, working with my team there, my my culture and events committee. Uh, help they, without them, I couldn't do this. But I, you know, right. we're doing. Sure. The fun events, the the monthly throwdowns, the Sam celebration, the monthly the Monday morning meetings, the company meetings, Live Loud month. Music Festival, Live Loud oh, Music out. Festival, Mike Coffee Miller is Monday morning guy. meetings, yeah, you name it. So there's is it mostly focused on uh, internal culture yes. and community type stuff, yes, just for yes. the health and well being of the company, exactly, and not time. so much exterior. But all you do, do quite no, a few a exterior, lot, yeah. so like the Live Loud Music and Arts Fest, like is the one. Live Loud Music and Arts Fest. We're working with the Sumner School District. Or Sick. We're working with you guys are, Habitat you're out with about, Humanity. Like, a boss. like, yeah, there's a lot of child fun. So. How important is that internally to make sure you have a good, healthy, thriving culture it's, and 
and the part that you play in it, man. Like, not many yeah. people have culture ambassadors or culture, yeah. you know, officers no. or whatever. And you, no. you're that for Delano's. I am, and it's it's a it's an honor and it's a challenge. We're growing crazy, so there's obstacles and there's things that come into that, and 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 it's it's uh, very very it's very very good. It's it's a lot of work um, keeping everybody and keeping that culture going and then listening to people and hearing what they have to say and then taking that and, and making it and turning it into something tangible. Yeah, and, so and even though people may not recognize um, the effort that's being made, rest assured, fam Delano's, that the intention, the effort is being made and we, we really want to make Delano's a great place to work and live and have healthy balance in life for years to come. Hundred years to come. That's our that's it the is the heart, goal. it is the that's core, the, it's the heartbeat, it's the whole thing. So yep. um, and Mike, you know, we couldn't think of anyone better um, than to have Mike represent that um, for the people there. And, and we loved Mike so much that we we and and we were just so blessed that Mike actually moved his family up from Eugene yeah. to accept this position get, yeah. and continue um, continue doing this. So it's been a wonderful thing for for us. So thank Thanks, you for me Appreciate personally and, and everyone at Delano's. I know that's so awesome. Good. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you very much. Thank you. Yeah, it's, Mike, it's, I'm dying to hear this, man. Uh-huh. You know, with all your world travels, with all yeah. your store openings and sellings and all that stuff and all the time that you've spent with Delano's there's got to be some really great stories <laughs> yeah yeah there's does anyone does anyone jump out that you could just uh, just leave our, you know give, give a good little story to one of our listeners of one of your favorite moments in coffee maybe from favorite moments serving favorite moments yeah when did uh, it I mean this is so click? fresh this yeah, is so fresh in my go. mind found it yeah I mean <laughs> being I mean and it's 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 yeah being on the being on the floor with with Sam and Phil and Brian in Kansas City and then and and hearing with all of the work you guys I don't know if you understand how much goes into into this this barista competition but it's a lot of heart it's a lot of soul it's tears it's energy it's just crazy and when they announced Sam as the number one barista in the United States of America it was a moment that I will never forget yeah ever 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 you and you, you felt it Oh, maybe not as much as him because you don't know, but you felt it as much as you could. As much as I possibly could. It meant could. as much to That's you as it as winning. hundred percent. Right? Maybe even more. A hundred, hundred percent. Yeah, it, and, and it, it was incredible. And that that's something that's really fresh. Yeah. So that's something that pops out. But there's been a lot of stories. <laughs> yeah. Some maybe we can't even go into on the old well, public yeah. podcast. Well, 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 yeah, well, yeah, we'll yeah. keep those down. You'll yeah. keep yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah. late nights. Late night. That's that's, episode. A, that's yeah. a late night episode. But right. yeah, no, incredible. Just like walking in and. You know, I do a lot of tours. I do a lot of tours at Delano's with groups of people from all over the Pacific Northwest and the United States in general. Yeah. And I'm constantly told I can't believe how happy and friendly Welcoming. everybody yeah. here is. And that to me is a memorable thing because it's something that we strive to do. Yeah. And the fact that we're doing it and people are recognizing it and noticing it is huge to me. That's huge. huge. Yeah. Mike, 10 yeah. years, five years, 10 years from now, yeah. what do you hope to be doing? 
what do you hope to be waking up and doing every single day, bud? Yeah, man. I, I, I hope to, to keep helping people. I making hope to friends. keep making friends. And, and I, I keep having a lot of fun. I mean, oh, Mike, and it is so, and just for the listeners out there that haven't met Mike yet, it is so genuine in his heart to do that. Yeah. He, you will do that anywhere. Yeah. We hope it's with the longest. And it will be with the But longest. in your yeah. life, up even until this point, that's what you've done. I want to go, I I go deep. I want to go dream roll. I want to go literally. Yeah. If you could wake up tomorrow and do your dream role, do your dream job, and it may be at Delano's. It, it may not it, even exist yet in Delano's. Uh, you have to invent it. I know what um, it is. Let's hear it. I know what it is. Yes. For the record. I would like to have multiple cafes and drive throughs that represent what Delano's can bring to the table, like Anthem, throughout the Northwest, down in my old stomping ground around Eugene, Oregon, out towards the Pacific Coast, beautiful areas. Repping Delano's, repping what we can do. Entrepreneurship is in my blood. I love it. I want to give my daughter a place to kick it with her kids and her friends, and that's what we do. That's Brian. That's do. a call. That's a hard call out for Anthem. I and feel Eugene. like it's a call to action. That's a call too. to action, Anthem I, I, and Eugene. I need. We need to wrap on this for a second because it sounds like. So what you're, if I'm hearing you right, you want to specifically uh, designate, uh, almost certify. Some coffee houses that are really repping the DCR. What we can do. Style, all that jazz. Yeah. And maybe there's, there's a collective. Yeah, the Durangos, yeah. the da-da-da-da, yep. the Amphons. Yep, all over. Being the, able over. To, um, to nurture those specific relationships and say, hey, we've gone all in with Delano's on the Barista 22, on the Paradox Cold Brew, on the Bang. on the DCR, mm-hmm. right? The culture. And the culture, every- or the ethics, the flow, the training process. And yes. you stamp them. Mike Coffee Miller's stamp of approval on these locations. Bam. And then serve those customers coast yeah. to coast. Yeah. I mean, podcast, is that what it is? That's what it is. Podcast. This listeners out there, we have urgent breaking news. <laughs> dun, 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 As dun. we're talking about an anthem, Delano's shop, Eugene, I just got a text from my friend. No. That says, Andy sent this pic from me from Beaverton, and it's Delano's and Ala Marzocco. What's the shop? Mike, that's, put me on the spot. That's going to be, look, I'm pretty sure it's going to be, let's uh, double check. I'm oh, Hannah's, man. using Hannah's. Using Hannah's? Is it, is it? What do you a, think? Tour Le Jour? Tour Le Jour? Maybe. Tin? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. La Maybe. The Hannah's? Mar- brand new Hannah's. Very interesting. This is a very, very interesting customer. situation. It's a new customer just oh came gosh. online. Oh my gosh. New what customers are being birthed all the time. Anyway, Delano's Oregon Connections happening live. Back at it. Nice, nice. Love guys, it, guys. I am not kidding, Mike. Are you, uh, I have you? to catch a flight in about 25 yes. minutes. Yep. Uh, food yep. hasn't come yet, but. Um, Sa- where's bef- the salad? Is this, I don't know if it's going to come, but yep. I, I do want to at least make room for one more question. Okay. Yes. Or, um, yeah, here it is. Um, for anybody starting in the coffee game, yeah. Anybody curious in opening coffee shops? Anybody wanting to take their barista skills, their coffee skills to another level? What would be some of the best advice you could give them to spur them on um, and excite them in this industry? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, yeah, spur them on, excite them in the industry. I, I mean, the thing is, it's, it's, it's. I hear it all the time. It's like it's just coffee. How hard can it be? How hard can it be? There's a lot of work that goes into making it look like there's not that much work behind it, right? That's good. It's it's like cooking. Yeah, you can cook anything, but does that mean it's going to taste good? No. You no. have to learn to finesse it. You need to know your recipes. 
you have to understand these things. And I think that getting a basic education, hopefully from your roaster, hopefully from Delano's, that you're gonna get that support and you're gonna learn all of that stuff before you even open the doors. And that if your doors are open, that you search out and you look for the, the help and the support that, that's out there for you because it, it, it takes partners. It's it's a village. It's not just one person doing it all. Yeah, I gotta say, we would not be where we're at today, 12 years plus in the game without the support, without the the service, without the hustle, the help from uh, Delano's Coffee Roaster. So huge shout out, thankful for your assistance and all of the growth we've endured. And in fact, by the time this podcast actually airs, we'll have gone from six to eight stores, all in the yes. South Puget Sound, the Pierce County area. And uh, can't wait to serve you soon. Awesome. So David, without further ado, why don't you wrap this podcast? Mike, thank you so much for your time, man. Thank you for being a blessing to Delano's and the coffee community. We're excited to see your growth and, and, and have you uh, be around for a long time. And so uh, guys out there, Reach out to Mike Coffee Miller, MCM, Mike M at Delano's.com. If you got questions, concerns, you got to meet this guy and, you get, and you're going to love him. I'd love to meet you and talk to you about coffee. Dave, I love you. All Brian, right. I love Thanks, you. Buddy. Hey, you Brian's food got here. Got food's it. here. Food's We're here. out. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks, everybody. You going rapid fire? Awesome. So oh, rap- oh, boy. Oh, God. Are you going rapid fire? Are we doing, rap- are we doing rapid the rapid fire, fire round? I've okay, heard of Mike. this. I've heard of this. Rapid fire reflex oh. round. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, You're I'm from nervous. Eugene. Okay, You're from here Eugene. we go. So what's the best beer in Eugene? Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, all right. I'm hitting you hard. Oh, man. There's so many. Uh, you know, I mean, Nicosi's amazing. Oakshire's amazing. And uh, freaking Hot Valley's amazing. Claim 52's amazing. Pick one. Pick one. On the gut. Right On this gut. very second. Your right favorite, this very second. Man. What do you want right now? Your hot babe. Right I'm gonna now. go Nikasi. I'm gonna go Nikasi. Hands up. Yep. Values very similar to Lano's. Great. Beer amazing. Love it. Love Fair it. Move. Good. Great idea. Good Next Good question. question. Mm-hmm. We're talking Oregon Ducks football Woo! record this year. Uh huh. Wow. It's gonna Call be it. a good year. Uh, we're gonna have one, two losses. They're not gonna impact us too hard, and we're gonna go on into the the the, the Pac-12 champions for sure on into the playoffs. That's and what's number, happening. Number three, where should someone drink Delano's coffee down in Eugene or yes. even cool. just northern Eugene? Yep. Name it, name a few question. spots. The coffee spot outside of Albany, for sure. We've got Cool Beans off of MLK right next to Autzen Stadium, home of the Ducks. We've got... Uh, I'm trying to think of a few others, like right off the top of my head. Those are the, those those are a couple that I would definitely hit up. Toulouse and Beaverton. These are all kind of along the I-5 corridor. Hit them up, say hi, tell them I sent you. Mike, thank you so much, man. We're excited that you're here. Excited for that tips, and we'll uh, send everyone out. Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks for being thank on the podcast, you guys. Mike. Thank you. All right, Bye. guys. <laughs>